Welcome to the RSA Conference StoryCorps Podcasts. Please enjoy this discussion between fellow cyber safety advocates Joshua Corman and Marie Moe. Joshua is Director Cyber Statecraft, Atlantic Council, and founder of I Am the Cavalry. Marie is research scientist, SINTEF, and member of I Am the Cavalry. Joshua begins the conversation. So what is it that we do and what's our passion in life for this? What so, is cybersecurity? So my, my passion in life is, is to make the world a better place, actually, uh, in a high level, uh, to protect our critical infrastructure, our personal critical infrastructure, so my personal in- inf- infrastructure, but also other people's lives. I do it because I want to be a protector. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. How are we doing as a community at protecting the world? Are we winning? Are we losing? Are we getting better or worse? I think that we're realizing that this is a very difficult game. Yeah, I think um, one thing that unites us is, you know, we put out this idea a few years ago that our dependence on connected software was growing much, much faster than our ability to secure it. Like I have a pacemaker Mm. inside my body with network connection. You're not just giving off information. You're also potentially can be, your, your health can be influenced. Yeah. I so. can I can be a victim for uh, of a software bug. So if my uh, life-saving device fails, uh, I might die because of that. Yeah, I think when I met you, it, you blew me away because I was already deeply passionate about medical cyber safety um, in the abstract, and I was trying to talk about the need to get better. But then I met you, and you were flesh and blood, and you were three-dimensional, and you ha- you had a personality and a smile, and it wasn't theoretical for you. And it was while I was working for NorCert, the incident response team in, in Norwegian uh, National Search Team. I was on my way to work. I was still in the apartment in Oslo. Uh, I was standing up holding a glass of orange juice. And then the next thing was I found myself lying on the floor. But I decided to go to the emergency room because I had passed out. They uh, then discovered that I had a um, arrhythmia. Mm-hmm. Um, and after one week, they uh, gave me a pacemaker implant. And they really struggled, to, with, in my case, to find the correct setting so that my pacemaker could follow me up to a higher pulse. I'd imagine that most of their patients are a bit older. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the default uh, upper rate limit was 160 beats per minute. And it turned out that uh, I had the default upper rate limit. And at 160 beats per minute... Uh, the pacemaker would suddenly cut my pulse in half. And the problem was that when they looked at the screen, uh, the number uh, on the screen was not correct. Oh, it was a bug? So uh, there was a bug uh, in the software of the the programmer. Given what you and I know about software and security, this is terrifying. Yeah, and that's sort of also what motivated me to do some research on my own, on my implant. Uh, Googled for my pacemaker uh, model, and I found the technical manual uh, mm-hmm. on the internet. And in the technical manual, I read that I, I, I discovered when reading it that I have two wireless interfaces inside my body. So uh, it's one is the, is the close range communication channel that can talk to the programmer. There's another uh, longer range uh, radio channel, which is used for, uh, can be used for uh, remote monitoring purposes. Yeah, the average person wouldn't know this, but, uh, you know, any remote access is a a point of attack for an adversary. It's an attack surface. I purchased 
equipment on eBay. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm, I have a research project where I'm hacking the devices to figure out how they work because yeah. I, I really want to know for sure how it works. Uh, and I think it's better to know than not to know. One thing that I don't think is very commonly known and depending on when this is listened to is the laws, there's such a gap and a mismatch between current laws and um, technology advancement that it, it's actually illegal in many cases for you to even un look at what's the code running in your own body. Yeah. And we've been using this I am the Cavalry mission and your efforts and other teammates to try to show that not only is it not always bad to hack, yet it's about white hat hackers, good guy hackers, protector hackers are a vitally necessary contributor to public safety. And we need to be sure that these systems are built with safety in mind from the start. And we've gone from the Food and Drug Administration thinking all hackers were bad to just in less than a year, they now realize that we're a vitally necessary part of the mix. Mm. And they really want to, they went from an attitude of there has to be proof of harm before they'll do a, a recall or corrective action to now a posture of any unmitigated pathway to harm is sufficient. Yeah, and I also want to add that, that there are, I'm not the only patient that is advocating for yes. this. So I want to mention actually uh, Jay Radcliffe. That's right. Uh, with the hacking his own insulin pump. Yeah, he was uh, my first hacker friend yeah. who also was in jeopardy, yes. And then we have uh, Hugo Campos, who's been really, really doing a lot of work on uh, uh, having more openness and transparency and access to own data generated by your own device. Mm. And then it's uh, Karen Sandler. Uh, she also has a cardiac uh, implant, and she has been uh, uh, giving talks about uh, how important it is to have access to the software inside of the device and open source software in, yeah. in the devices. Yeah, if we, if we get this wrong, people will be afraid to trust these life-saving technologies. But we need more transparency yeah. uh, and openness and dialogue. Mm. Uh, it's uh, an ecosystem of uh, stakeholders in <coughs> this, including patients. Well, it's funny, you know, I met you, you said you had a weak heart, but the more I talk to you, the more I think that's not the case at all. <laughs> 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 well, uh, thanks for having this conversation. And thank thanks you. for everything you're doing. And thank you for uh, founding the I Am The Cavalry Group. We have a lot of work ahead of us. We do. Thank you for listening to this RSA Conference StoryCorps podcast. It was produced by RSA Conference with interviews recorded by StoryCorps, a national nonprofit whose mission is to provide Americans of all backgrounds and beliefs with the opportunity to record, share, and preserve the stories of our lives. www.storycorps.org.